Welcome to the Popcorn Junkies. You like it when I do it like that, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, it's much better. Sound of Metal. Sound of Metal. We are here to review Sound of Metal. Now, I a think late. We, we're a little bit late. Uh, it's like Nomadland. We keep going to watch it. I tell you what, it's a weird year. It's a weird year for not being on top of new releases because I do find that theatrical cinematic release of a film is the moment for me of when a film is kind of in the public realm. Yeah. And I think them sidling into streamers, it doesn't have the same fanfare, it doesn't it have the same... It doesn't, Mark, and I agree. It doesn't have a call to action, even in reviewing them. There's not the I same know, call to action. I agree, I agree. I agree. So I you're going to head off again today. We're not going to watch Nomadland. It's going to be another week. I know. Anyway, so Sound of Metal starring Riz Ahmed. Are you a Riz Ahmed fan? The whole family is a Riz Ahmed We are all enormous Riz Ahmed fans. How can you not be? With those great, great beanie baby eyes. I mean, he's just so, so amazing. Just an interesting... Great this, actor. this is a question to you. Yes. Have you seen that film called Mowgli Mowgli or something? I haven't, and I want to. I first ever came to Riz Ahmed in Shifty. That was the first you'd seen it? Yeah, the... the yeah. What yeah, it was his, probably his second... I think it's his second film uh, with yeah, Daniel Mays. Daniel if Mays. you haven't seen Shifty, check it out. It's Brilliant. Great, they it's both a, look very young now. If you yeah, and if I'm honest, I always got frustrated. I felt a bit frustrated for Daniel Mays that his career... He's obviously got a successful career, but not in quite... I, I always felt Daniel Mays deserved the same as Riz. Line of Duty gave them. Yeah, yeah. So I know Riz from Four Lions, expertly handled pastiche of, you know, terrorists. I also know him very much from Nightcrawler, in which he played Nightcrawler, the erstwhile exactly. assistant to Jake Gyllenhaal's. And also, Stubbs, he appears in, if ever you get a chance to see The Sisters Brothers yes. and think, what the hell is this? Yeah. It's, it's a film, a great I love the film. Book. It's, it's a, a great cowboy, book as well. cowboy film, but with an added edge. Yeah. And he, he plays the prospector guy who invents the scientist. And he's absolutely brilliant in it. And it's a brilliant cast, isn't yeah. it, working? Okay, so Sound of Metal, for anyone who doesn't know, Sound of Metal is a film about a heavy metal drummer who essentially, quite suddenly, and that was something that surprised me, loses his hearing. And it then becomes a film about how he essentially manages this change. But sat alongside that, he's also in recovery. Yeah. Uh, presumably from drugs as, as much heroin. as heroin, yeah. Uh, so it's also a film that is about this challenge to his sobriety yeah. and how him overcoming or not overcoming his lack of hearing interweaves with all the precepts of recovery. So it's actually quite a... Deep, dense Quite film. a deep, dense film, absolutely. I'd read the sort of stuff that he was a, a heavy metal drummer sort of thing, you know, crashing the... Yes, yeah, and drums. And I'd read quite a lot of publicity about it, him doing publicity, where he talked about having to, and I thought this was so hysterical the way he said it, having to learn to play the drums, learn to do sign language, learn to do about... Because American sign language as well, yes. which apparently is different. Right. That but, um, and then having to sort of find out about all the stuff of being in recovery, etc., etc. Mm. It was a task, basically. And um, so I'd read all about that, and I didn't know how it would actually translate to me. I mean, I love him. I find him so watchable. But I didn't know how all of that, which you could say it sounds a bit like um, one of those films that's got so many sort of... Uh, uh, things going on in it that you want to turn out all right, that you mm. almost can't concentrate on the characters or mm. anything. But it's not like that at all, mm. right from the beginning. The bit where he loses his hearing is very near the beginning. So we spend most of the film with his hearing either not completely there or coming and yes. going. Uh, we have one big set piece where the film starts and he's playing and he's with his girlfriend who he adores. Plays, interestingly, by Olivia Cook, who's a cracking actress from Thoroughbreds and um, Mia and the Dying Girl. Oh, for goodness yeah. sake. Yeah, she's great. 
and then um, and then you have that little set and set piece and that to establish how good he is and to establish the whole sort of you know thing and then we're into the subtext mm. which becomes the main text um, so that was a shock to me how did you feel when you because I, I would pre-warn people actually I think this is a film that could trigger for some people, you know, if you've got a fear or vulnerability around any of your senses. I found it an incredibly arresting moment when he loses his hearing. I found it quite frankly, and I'm not exaggerating now, subs, which I know I do sometimes, terrifying. Yeah, I did. That moment, and they do it so cleverly. Mm, I do. mean, I wanted to talk to you straight away yeah, yeah. about it because I yeah. thought, my God, it goes. And you can see, and he's playing at that point isn't he no no he's Is actually he... they're laying out some posters and it's just before they go into a gig oh, that's and right, he, yeah. he's in profile i thought it was a really interesting choice of shots for the very moment it kicked in because we were just talking about actually a decision that i made with my short film when you have a dramatic moment that's going to happen you've got one of two choices you can either sort of almost signpost it and yeah. earmark it and sort of flag it up really obviously or you know almost prepare the audience for yeah. it with a shot where you know Traditionally, you would sort of have him full shot. Yes. But he was so, it wasn't even like profile shot. The camera was kind of behind him. Yeah. And then suddenly it went. And you're told by the fact that the sound goes that what we're listening to is what he can listen to. And I thought what this film did, which is a, which is a very complicated thing to pull off, was throughout, for, for the rest of the film, we would dovetail between... Obviously, it's not a film in total silence because no. those characters are talking in it, but he can't hear them. But it's a film that dovetails between what he hears. So we've got dovetailing audio POV. Yeah. So the point of view shifts between his, or the point of hearing, if point mm. of view, to what's actually happening in the real world. Yeah. And I thought that was expertly handled. It was amazing. All the way through. Yeah. So you would get moments of where it was just this dull sound, and then you'd get moments of... And also moments where, um, what's that the, What's that condition called where you hear sort of things? Tinnitus. Tinnitus, where yeah. you can hear this vague sort of screaming in the background, but not nothing Yeah, sensible. absolutely. If we're that shocked, and terrifying is the word I used at that moment, he is equally shocked, and yeah. then he has to... First of all, he can tell that by his acting and by his face, he doesn't believe it, he yeah. must think it's temporary. Well, he thinks it's temporary, yeah. And then you, he has to explain to his girlfriend, and he has, mm. to, has to explain to everybody. He sort of seeks help. There have been quite a few criticisms, I don't know if you've read them, who've said this whole film is it's not in real time and it's told too fast. You know, he finds a person who can help him, he doesn't help him, he does mm. this, he does that, finds a place where he can go mm. into recovery. There's too much happening yeah. that works. Well, of course it does. It's a film, so you've got to allow that. I think but I would agree with that, though. Oh, would I you? think I would agree would with you? that. I think okay. if I had a criticism of the film, oh, okay. I think it was... I, th I think this film is another one of those films which actually its aspirations weren't what it's ended up receiving. I don't think it expected to be an Oscar garlanded movie. Oh, uh, that's and, I, and, I, and I don't think anyone in it would have expected. I'm not suggesting for a minute that they don't deserve it. They did, I think he did deserve to be nominated. Mm. And Paul Ray, Racy or Rachey or whatever. Astonishing. Astonishing, who's the guy at the, at the rehab centre that he ends up going to. He's remarkable too. But I think this was a film that was, in a weird way, wasn't expecting to be sort of uh, poured over and examined in such excruciating detail. That's interesting you should say you that. Know. Yeah, that makes sense. When and so I think that, those yeah. kind of quibbles around how maybe, yeah, it was a bit convenient, this rehab place. Why did she go? Why did he stay? He got over that quick. There are all those kind of little road bumps in the story, but I think it was a film very, very interested in the intersection between his deafness is mm. striving to hear at whatever cost and how that could be aligned to a striving for 
I mean, basically, this is a film about a lack of control. Yeah. And it's about powerlessness. Yeah. Which is what recovery is about. Yeah. And Nadia made the point that, you know, there's that very powerful point later in the film, isn't there, where he's trying to raise the money for an operation because he yeah. thinks it might save his hearing. Yeah. This is about his ego. It's about him not going with what's actually happened to him. And I think it's what, that's what, for me, was the emotional, clever, what made this very clever, this film. I was asking myself, well, I think I would have had the same desire to control this. Yeah, of I want to grab back what I can hear because, yeah. of course, if you've had it, yeah. you know, you want it back. Yeah. All those kind of narrative bumps, I forgave it because I thought it was really talking to a... It was examining some really hard-hitting truths about what it means to be sober of mind. I mean, there were only narrative bumps, I felt, in the sense that it was all done too neatly. Yeah, it was. Too quickly. And it was quite a small <laughs> film. I mean, if you think it, it, it felt like it was shot way. with one camera in a caravan. Yeah, and you could say, well, all this happens <laughs> yeah. and blah, blah, blah. But, um, and one also could say, although you, they tried to include too much sort of, you know, they, they could have just done deafness, mm. they could have just done, you mm. know, recovery or whatever. Why did they lump them all together? But in a way, I mean, it gives Riz more to do in that the camera is on his face the whole time. Half the time we haven't got mm. sound. He's acting with his face. Mm. The addict thing is so important. And there's one bit where he's in talking to the guy who runs the recovery centre. Or Racy, I think it's his yeah. name. Racy. As Riz talks to him and as the thing is going, the, the guy says... I'm talking to the addict now. Yeah. I'm to, and, and, you, and what's so clever about Riz's acting is you feel it. Yeah. You felt it through the back And what's interesting about that, guys, is that he wasn't acting, he wasn't actually taking any drugs. No. I mean, what I thought was no, very no, no. clever about this film was he doesn't relapse, he doesn't go back to drugs. You fear that he might. His addictive, compulsive, addict head is all the energy is powered towards regaining his hearing. Yeah. And that's why that scene was so powerful, yeah. because you're right, the head of the rehab centre essentially says to him, you're acting like a full-blown addict yeah. here, because you're trying yes. to... Yes, I should, he... have, should have made that clear, because I always think people realise that. But of course, if you're not in that world, yes, the, the point is he doesn't relapse, he hasn't taken the no. drug, but you can sense... He's, he's relapsed in himself. Yeah. And it's really interesting, because of course he comes... Because this rehab centre that he goes to is defined by everyone in there can't hear. Yeah. And the head of the rehab centre says, you, I can't let you back in. Yes. Because you've gone and you've got these... Th he, he goes and has this operation. Yes. And with the operation, he's essentially going to be commenting to those people in there about, uh, it's better to have hearing. He said, you will essentially poison the recovery of people in here. Yeah. Who aren't about... It's not about regaining your hearing. It's about yeah. accepting who you are and what you are. Yeah. And that's an incredibly... That is an incredibly complex message. It is. The point of it for him was to say, was that you can have a perfectly fulfilled life yes. and you make your life incredible through being deaf, mm. not the other way around. Mm. It's not something missing. No. It's something gained. What did you think of his relationship with Olivia Cook? Yeah. Their romance. all a bit weird, that. So she's basically in the band with them. They're in a relationship. Yeah. But I, I suppose I struggle to believe that she yeah, would have I left did. him so easily. Yeah, I, I struggle to believe that he would come back. I mean, Nadia made a really valid point when they... They hook back up once he's had the operation. Yeah. Um, and it's cost a lot of money. He's had to sell everything and all that kind of stuff. And that's his kind of, again, to reiterate, that's him acting out in, mm. in sort of recovery speed. He's trying to fix this thing. Although, you know, again, you you know, it's hard, you're hard pushed to say, would I not try and do the yeah. same thing? You know? We had a big debate with the girls when we watched it about the difference between being born without your hearing yeah. and maybe you wouldn't have the same desire to get hearing in the way that if you've had hearing yes, and then you lose true, it, true. that's a sort of clambering for what you know yeah. you're, you've lost. Yeah. Maybe yeah. there's a difference. I don't know, maybe, I don't know if a deaf watcher or 
uh, would, would, would maybe know. Maybe in a way that's what, why that moment is so truly terrifying, where he cuts the sound out, because that's what's happening to him. He goes from full sound to no sound. I mean, it's profound. Oh, it is profound. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the thing about this one, the sound design is so meticulous. So at the when he first loses his hearing, you can still hear just the He's got 24% hearing. Yeah. That's what's left. Mm. When he has the operation, and this is the tragedy of it, they tell him we're taking everything out to put something new in. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Um, the latter half of this film is an incredibly difficult listen mm. as much as a watch. Because for me, what I love about the title of this film is, is that what he's listening to is it sounds metallic. Yeah. So the sound of metal isn't just the heavy metal and his lack of ability to hear or play yeah. the music. The sound yeah. of metal is essentially he's now got an electronic. It's like metal being scraped. Yes. As he now. This is this is hearing for yes. him. Yes. And that's it. And that's where it's such a tragic watch because yeah. you see this poor boy, this poor poor man. Yeah. Trying to come to terms with the fact that that there was a really prolonged party scene where it's his girlfriend's party. Yeah. And he was moving between situations, and my head was in my hands as you we heard it from his POV. Yeah. Um, and it was agonising. Yeah. He couldn't make stuff out. He couldn't really hear anything. It was so abrasive. Yeah. It was scrapey. Yeah. And that's why I thought as it built to, and, and, and in a sense, that's what the head of the rehab centre was telling him. Mm. You're wanting something you can't have. Yes, yeah. You have to have yeah. something in yourself. But of course, if he turns them off now, he has absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which leads me to that final shot. And what did you think of that final? How did you read the final moment where essentially he kind of moves through a realisation that he can't buy himself hearing again? I suppose... Well, I mean, I suppose one has to say that at the end of that shot, he's, he's reached acceptance. Or, rock bottom. Yeah, rock bottom. It's in a yeah. sense, his rock bottom is, is, is all the sound. So he, he sits, having essentially separated from his girlfriend. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's a spoiler review. Yeah. Nadia found that really, really emotional, the scene where he let her go. Yeah. He could see that she didn't want to. He, she yeah. thought that was a really special moment. Yeah from him I mean he, he needs her in a way she doesn't need him precisely and, and the need being and you could feel that her father thought that too well exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but um, see I found that last shot so 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 moving uh, yeah it, it, it was and again you know this was where Riz earned his Oscar if you had to have one shot where he had to, yeah, yeah it was such a powerful moment where he was looking and he was looking and you could hear the sound of the bell of the bell tower in that electronic way and then he flicked it off and you have that mute, that matte silence. Mm. And yet at the same time, what was so clever about it was you felt released. Yeah. yeah. We were released and that's what the film did a really good job of. I've never known a film take you on an oral no, journey. No, normally. Because by the end I was like, turn the fucking thing off. Yeah. I'd rather have nothing than, yeah. than this. Yeah. And so you, to place you Which, in his head and ears. Yeah, absolutely. I thought that was utterly heartbreaking. It was. I mean, it's an incredible, incredibly difficult feat to play. Feat to play. Yeah. 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 And it, and it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah. I mean, the sort of criticisms that one could have, like it all happens too quickly and yeah. whatever. I mean, I think up to a point, a specious. I mean, that's not. It's a cautionary tale in one sense, but in the other sense, because he gives you the characters in it, she does as well, mm. up to a point, and certainly the people in the rehab centre and the people in the. Paul Racy was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, they give he was you amazing. so much. Yeah. So sum it up and give us a score, Ma. I never thought I'd watch a film that, where, where I could say 
and, and I'm using my words again and I've already said it, but we're truly terrifying when the sound cut out was I thought, my God, yeah. could I bear this for a second? I don't think so. I mean, it makes one think about hearing completely differently. Really I does. mean, hearing is such a strange thing because you can't, like when he's at the party scene, you can't visibly see that disability. You can't. He looks no. perfectly normal. He's no. young, he's got, you know, dyed mm. hair, he looks cool, mm. he's blah, blah, blah. You can't see that he's got this huge it's a really profound. important film. I'd really love to know what the deaf community yeah. think of this film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or the hard of hearing because... For me, I found it hugely educational. Yeah. And what was really clever about it was it educated me without being holier than thou or, you know, it was that education as we were talking about the other day, mm. education by stealth. It was a compelling personal story. Mm. It taught me, it made me rethink sobriety. It made me rethink what our senses are. And also, interestingly, and I'm not saying this for any reason, yeah. but I just seem to have seen a lot of publicity with him. That's exactly what he said about it. Right. It was an education to him. Wow. He felt like he'd never thought about hearing wow. in that way. Wow. And he became obsessed with, like, giving yeah. not just the best performance he could give, but, like, the performance he gives, which is astonishing. Mm. I would give it... Oh, my God. 94. Yeah. I don't even know why I'm not going hard, but because it is rough around the edges and because it is a caution. Yeah, I think you're right. I think if you if you want to if you want to approach this film with a sort of meticulous, well, that wouldn't go with. I think you've missed the you've kind yeah, of missed the point missed of it. And I do think that's important about films. I think we can all get a bit slavishly obsessed with. You know, I almost remember my nan used to say, well, that wouldn't have happened. And sometimes yeah. I feel like saying, well, you know what? Sometimes it isn't about. about yeah, them. they do, yeah. and it's like, well, maybe it wouldn't. You forgive it that there's a real there is a strong beating heart at the, at the center of this film it's Riz it's Paul Racy the guy or Reese because if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly he runs the rehab center it's a really thought-provoking film about hearing about what makes our lives meaningful how we cope with massive sudden change in our lives it's about sobriety in the broadest sense of the term he doesn't obviously relapse it's about how relapse or denial or addictive behaviour can bleed into so many different walks of life. Yeah, I mean, um, you, I mean, sorry. In a way, you really feel the, the um, that in his relationship with his girlfriend. I think yeah. we've already said, but this business of him needing her yeah. almost far more than she. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, it really is. I mean, it justifiably won him an Oscar nomination, and I, yeah. I, I just thought it was very. A, an astonishing film, a really yeah. astonishing film. And again, a little bit like a film Minari that we reviewed. I don't think it's a film that's screaming out to be given the attention it's it's got. No. Though I think it deservedly deserves the attention in a weird way, but I don't think it needs to be then sort of hammered. I think it's flawed in parts, but I think its message is, 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 is really important. So I, I would give it, I would give it, I'd probably give it about the same. I think I'd give it 95. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. What were you going to say? No, it doesn't matter. Okay. There you go. For more film and family fun, don't forget to click the subscribe button and make sure to click the bell to never miss an update.